So I am Patty Zor. I am a book marketing expert and I get so much passion from helping authors launch their books, not just on launch day, but really for long-term success. Once you have a book, you're always marketing your book. And so I love working with my authors and really helping them to set their book launch up for long-term success, everything from advanced reader campaigns to book sales funnels, all the things. I love to do it, timeline and strategies. I am joined by Renee Rebar today, and in case you don't know who she is, I want to take a moment and ask Renee to please introduce yourself. Oh, thank you so much, Patty. So great to be here today. Um, I am Renee Rebar, sales strategist, uh, TEDx speaker, author, um, and I love to work with women who are selling for themselves. And all of this came from this one book that I bought off Amazon. 2016, I wanted to homeschool my child for Waldorf homeschooling. And I got, I bought the book and I got on someone's email list. I know there was some downloadable calendar or something. I typed in my email and the author of the book started emailing me. I was like, the author? I didn't understand broadcast emails in 2016. <laughs> so I realized it soon. And then she was inviting me to a webinar. And I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty interesting. So if you're going to be a homeschooling mom, you should have a course. And that is how I found the internet. Her first, I ended up buying her coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching. And her first assignment to me was to go into Facebook groups and get a lay of the land and see what they're up to. And I went into Boss Moms and I was like, oh my goodness, what is happening here? There's a whole Facebook economy, bookkeepers, copywriters, funnel builders, get out of here. This is amazing. And then I started talking to these women. And I realized they had a real challenge in not, not only finding customers, but when they did find customers, like, oh, once I get the customer, I'm fine on the phone. I'm like, okay, give me your sales call. Let's role play. And I would listen to them and I was like, wow, there's a lot, a lot of room for improvement here. And like, but I make sales. I'm like, even a blind squirrel gets a nut every now and then, honey. And so what I came to realize is that with a simple process from their marketing to their delivery, we were able to create something that they could duplicate with predictability over and over again without having to think too hard about it. And that's where my courses, my masterminds, my retreats have all come from is that passion to help women get the resources they need for those entrepreneurial dreams. Oh my gosh, that is a fascinating story. Okay, I want to get a little bit intimate here. I'm going to ask you a money question. Do you remember how much you paid for that first book? Ooh, yes. I'm sure it was probably like $14.95, $19.99, something like that. Yeah, so less than 20 bucks. That sounds about right. How much do you think you maybe end up spending with that author when you know, all, all through, throughout yeah. the end of time, let's say. <laughs> I mean, at least $5,000. Wow. Oh my gosh. So that one book, that one sale for $14,000, or <laughs> $14 yeah. eventually led to about $5,000 over a lifetime. That's incredible. Yeah. And I and was not the only client. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. Yeah. And that's because she had courses and masterminds and um, all because too, she got you on that email list. That is incredible. That's a yep. great story. I love that. <laughs> I know, which is, I mean, like, that's a great story. It speaks to what you do, which is why I'm so excited to be here today. Yes. You know, um, a lot of authors don't know this, but um, the, the average author sells 250 books in their lifetime. And on a $14 book, your profit margins, if you're selling them through a retailer, through Amazon, they're just not that high. They're maybe $5 
on a good day. <laughs> so if you do the math, you're not making a ton of dough if you're just focusing on book sales alone. And especially right. again, first time authors, it's hard to come out of the gate and sell thousands and thousands of books, um, which is why I love to tell my authors about really setting their book up for long-term success. It's really sort of the bottom of your value ladder and then opens the door to allow you to then sell those other products and services that have a much higher ROI. A hundred million percent. It's an authority builder. It gets, yeah. it gets me invited to podcasts. It gets me invited to speak on stages It's Oh, you have that. Or, Oh, you have this community. Oh, you have. So it's that, that has helped me open up so many more doors. So Renee, have you um, been thinking about writing a book? I am always thinking about writing a book. I was an English major. Creative writing was my major. Oh. Um, and I went in, I was pursuing law school for a minute until I realized how much money I could make doing sales. Um, but yeah, like I wrote the book, Sell Like a Mother, which is an alignment with my course. It's inside of my course, um, but I don't sell it on Amazon. It's inside the course. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm also a part of an anthology right now. And uh, I'm a writer at heart. I, I mean, thousands of words pour out of me on a regular basis. Um, of course, I've always fancied myself more of like a, a fiction novelist, you know, Danielle Steele, watch out. But I, honestly, I think that nonfiction is probably more my alley. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love yeah. how you said that the book is inside your course because, uh, you know, listen, you don't have to sell a book through a traditional retailer, especially right. the, you know, with the internet and online sales. And in fact, by selling it direct, even if it's a digital copy, you're going to end up taking home way more money, again, at least 10 bucks, if not more than that, you know, on the sale of that book. So that's a really interesting strategy. And I think people think like, oh, I, I have to put it on Amazon, or it's got to be on bookshelves to sell it. And that's really not the case. And in fact, I often tell my authors, like, go, explore the self publishing route, you don't have to go through a traditional publisher. If you're self-published, you get to keep all the rights and you get to do whatever you want to do with it and sell it for whatever you want to sell it for. And uh, you're not having to have to give any of those profits to anybody else. Exactly. And that's what I love about someone like you who has all these resources. Because when I was writing my book, I was like, well, where am I going to go? And I Thankfully, I had someone, I had a, a, a mentor, um, but she was able to really bring her resources. Okay, here's cover art. Here's a copy editor. Okay, here here are your choices. Here's how you get your ISBN number. Here's here's what it looks like to put it on, um, on Amazon or what it would look like to not. And so that's what's so great about you is you give that to your clients. You, ha you come with all that experience, background, and resources. Yes. Yeah. When it comes to marketing, I hate just one and done campaigns, right? It's such a waste of time and, and money. Right. I really love to work with my clients and, and really help them launch campaigns that are going to give them a return again and again and again for years to come, right? Because if you're going to invest the time and money, you know, to write a book, you know, pour your heart and soul into it and then to launch it, right? You want to leverage it for as long as you can. Mm -hmm. um, let me ask you this. You may have said it earlier, but when you first came across that, that book, how, how did you stumble upon it? I was actively searching for it, but again, this is 2016. And okay. so it, you know, funnels weren't what they are today. I don't think. Um, so it was Amazon. I bought a book off Amazon because I was searching Waldorf. I think I might've Google searched Waldorf homeschooling and that came up on a Google search through Amazon. I know I was searching for it. Ah, yes. Yeah. Categories are so important that 
that is really important if you are going to sell online. I mean, even still, you know, SEO, we hear about that. But when publishing a book on sites like Amazon, you want to make sure your categories and keywords are there. And it's, you know, based on what your potential reader is going to be searching on. So making sure you're really putting yourselves in their shoes and thinking if they were having a conversation with a friend and they were talking about their problem, what would they say? Right. And you want to include those, those words and, and those categories and keywords when setting up your book uh, on Amazon. Um, Do you remember what the last book is that you purchased? Yes. The last book I purchased was Who Not How, (laughs) a nonfiction book, yeah, which is, which is actually written by a person who has a mastermind, had somebody else write it, co-wrote it, collaborated. And there was the the actual writer was not a ghostwriter. He did a lot of, he's like a PhD. So he did a lot of research, brought that to the table. And then this gentleman who has the mastermind was using the book very literally and very straightforward to sell his mastermind. His $30,000 a year mastermind. (laughs) Again, yeah, just leveraging the book to then sell a $30,000 mastermind. That is incredible. I love those stories. Yeah. And really anyone with with a book can do it. It really is just that first stepping stone. We were even talking earlier, like it's that it's like the gateway into your business. So um, it's such a great tool. And today um, with sites like Amazon KDP, almost anyone can publish a book. And again, you don't even have to go through KDP. You can really just put it into a PDF if you wanted to and distribute it that way. Um, so there's all kinds of ways to approach it. I, I kind of like it is there, there really are no rules, right? We we're breaking right. rules. <laughs> and when you, and when you, what I love about the funnels that I see today with book funnels is it builds their email list. And I'm a huge proponent of that because once you have an email list, having sold two other companies is a quantifiable asset. There's a number, a dollar amount associated with that. And so it builds, it's a great way to build email lists, even if they're giving out free PDFs. Right. Um, but there's also upsells, right? So like for me, when I was, when I purchased that Waldorf homeschooling book, I wanted the Waldorf calendar and I wanted the other learning and teaching assets. And so those would, those would be things that she could sell to me and coaching. So, and those are things that she sold to me through email, through webinars, but also through upsells in the funnel. So, you know, so, what? yeah. You brought up such a great point. And um, one of the things I like to tell authors is, you know, if you are published on Amazon, I actually tell them, like, don't send readers directly to Amazon to buy your book. And the reason for that is because you're not able to identify who's buying your book, right? Imagine, you know, you're selling products, but you have no idea who your customers are. You can be sure Amazon knows who your customers are and they're remarketing to them, but you want to have the ability to do that as well. And that is the advantage with building a book funnel is that we do ask readers to opt in. You know, you're giving them a little something in exchange. You know, oftentimes it's more than the book. I love to, um, when authors offer um, additional supplements or downloads or courses that complement the book, because now you're building that no like, and trust factor. You're really delivering value. People think they were just buying your book, but now they're getting so much more you're helping them take that next step towards achieving transformation. And as the author, you've now identified who's reading your book. So just like in your story, Renee, now you're marketing them, you're giving them value, you're nurturing them, loving them a little bit, and then you can sell to them. You get the opportunity then to give them that next step. Maybe there is a course, maybe there is one-on-one coaching or additional 
webinars, masterminds. I mean, the sky really is the limit, even events, right? Um, So that is just an important message is please don't send readers directly to the retailers to buy your book. Send them to a book funnel so that you can collect their information, love on them, nurture them, and then, yeah, resell to them again and again. That's right. And the the thing that I think a lot of authors think too, that I've worked with is that they think that they have to have different material in the mastermind or in the event or, you know, at the event or at the, you know, at the, in the course. No, it's the same information. It's just in a different container. Right. Um, I was at Funnel Hacking Live and Russell Brunson was like, who here has bought expert secrets? Were you there with that? Right. And we're all like, we have. And he's like, then why are you here? He's like, because people like to experience it in different containers. But I wouldn't have known about it if there hadn't been a book funnel. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And you're right. And, you know, we all learn differently, too. And and um, right. I, you know, anyone, if you have a course out there, your course can be turned into a book, you know, and then you've got things People said, like, I don't have time. You know, I've heard people of just turning their course on and turning on programs like Otter AI, and it's just transcribing, and then you can send it out to someone to edit it. And then, I mean, really, you don't even have to touch it once the course is done, other than maybe proof it one or two more times. (laughs) Right. Agreed. Agreed. And there are people out there that love to be readers. And so, again, like the benefit of working with someone like you, you have those types of types of resources um, to be able to get readers or, you know, where they you know, like people get stumped at every juncture. Well, what do I say? How do I say it? How do I ask for readers, Patty? How do I build my funnel, Patty? What should I what should I have on the front page? Should it be my picture like this or like this? And, you know, that's what's great about working with someone like you is you can help them with all that decision support because you've been there. Yeah, absolutely. It can feel overwhelming for sure. Um, But that's what I love to do. Um, When authors come to me, a lot of times they say, just tell me what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to start. And marketing is hard, right? It is hard to know where to start. And so that's where soup to nuts, like, let's just start with your timeline, um, which is really important too, is, you know, as an author, you want to give yourself at least you know, four to six months to market your book, if not longer. It takes time to warm up your audience and get them excited. And you want to take them on the journey with you. Give them, you know, a look behind the curtain at what it's like to write a book and your highs and lows and, you know, the editing process. And um, now they're really bought in. And so once the book is available for sale, they're excited and um, because they followed you on this journey. And, and so it's, it really is just a long game. And so, um, yeah, it's not just like, okay, launch day is here, show up. People feel like, you know, it's like right. a wedding, right? And I say, it's really more like birthing a baby. <laughs> well, that's it. Because there's also so many other milestones, right? So it's the book is launched. Oh, the book is relaunched. What about second edition, third edition? And the editions are another reason to get excited and have another launch party. But every single edition or every single time that we talk about a book, there's always those other pieces that surround the book. The book has gotten me into speaking gigs. It's gotten me into rooms that I wouldn't have been in. It's gotten me invited into podcasts that I would never have been invited for. Some of them are like, if you don't have a book, we don't even talk to you. (laughs) I didn't say, you know, random house. (laughs) (laughs) Renee, this was such a great conversation. Anything? Did we forget something? Is there? (laughs) I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure we did, but we'll have lots of chances to talk. And so I'm so thankful that you had me on your show today. 
Yeah, absolutely. How can people get in contact with you if they want to learn more about you, your course, your books? Yes, everything is on ReneeRebar.com. Excellent. Thank you so much. And uh, I just appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you. See you.